Welcome to Word of Life Podcast, where the word is life and it's giving you life. Well, I am excited because I'm sitting outside um, in the beautiful, what is the spring air, and I'm just enjoying the scenery, the sun, the wind, and I invited a friend to join me, and uh, we're just going to talk about what the Lord is saying. Um, We're just going to share what the Holy Spirit is just kind of speaking in this very moment, and so I believe like this is a word for somebody, so I believe you're going to grab hold of it, so I invited my friend Amber. Say hi, Amber. Hi, guys. (laughs) So Amber, um, you know, she is just this powerhouse, prophetic firecracker um, and that when she speaks is just so powerful and so I wanted her to share just a word that she um, just downloaded and um, we're just going to talk about it so you want to share yes absolutely so this is just a little I was honestly I was in the shower this morning and I just I just felt the Lord just just drop this into my spirit and he said do you feel it do you feel the shifting of the winds Do you feel the shaking of the atmosphere? Mm. Do you feel the pressure rising? Do you feel it? Do you feel the burst growing stronger and stronger? Do you feel it catching momentum? Do you feel the the fire beginning to catch? Mm. Do you feel it? Do you feel that these days are like none other? Do you feel it? Do you feel that each day we are closer than ever to the pressure being released? Do you feel it rising? Mm. And then I believe he just asked me the question, are you ready? I, I just I just saw like are you ready are you ready for God to answer the prayers that you've been praying for like are you prepared for it to actually come to pass rather than yeah just waiting and, and being comfortable in survival like are you ready to actually live in the abundance that the Lord is going to release yeah that's good are you that's ready good. for your healing to be released are you ready for him to fill your barns to overflowing and then he took me to Revelation 5 8 and he says And when he took the scrolls, the four living beings and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp and they held golden bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And I just feel like somebody needs to know, somebody needs to hear that your prayers have not gone unheard. In fact, your prayers are filling the golden bowls in heaven and I see them sloshing. The water is so close to the brim and it's sloshing because God's people are getting rowdy. The more we praise, the more the water moves. Mm. Your walls of Jericho will fall with your praise. You've been circling around and around and it's time to lift up a shout. Lift up a shout of praise because God is bringing prodigals home. Your kids who have been wilding out are coming home. Come on. Marriages are being restored. Addictions are breaking. Supernatural healings are taking place. So don't quit. Do not quit and do not throw in the towel too early. I decree and declare, according to James 5, 15 through 16, that the, thir- that the fervent prayers of a righteous mm. man avail much. As your sister in Christ, I want to come alongside you yeah. and lift up your arms, according to Exodus 17, 13, and 14. Moses' arms soon became so tired he could no longer hold them. So Aaron and Hur found a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side of Moses, holding up his hands. So his hands held steady... Yeah. His hands held steady. Say that. His hands held <laughs> steady yeah. until sunset. Mm, that's good. As a result, Joshua overwhelmed the army of Amalek in battle. So today, I just want to be an errand to you right now, and I want to hold up your arms. I want to hold you steady and let you know, do not quit, yeah. because you can and will do yeah. this. You know what? When you were saying that, I was thinking about the power of just that two and three gathered right like that power of connection like you know because you think about when you said that steady right like you can't just have anybody 
come on. Praying for you. It's true. You know what I mean? Like you gotta have somebody who's steady, yeah, who's grounded, yeah. who's rooted, who 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 is you know, just there for you. Yeah. Because we, we can't do it by ourselves. No. You know, because that bowl, that slashing, is the prayers of the saints. Come on. Right? It's not just your prayers. It's no. the saints. Right? And I was thinking about the cloud of witnesses. Like, yes. as we go through and we do things, you know, there's a cloud of witnesses, like, cheering us on. Yeah. Like, you got this, you know? And so, it's. I think it's significant. Like, we got to have people in around our lives us. and around us that are there to just, you know what? I'm going to steady you, sis. Yeah. I'm going to steady you, brother. Yeah. You know, like, you're not doing this by yourself. Yeah. Right? Like, maybe share, like, how, who maybe has been impactful in your life that maybe you were going through a season, you're like, you know what, thank God this person was there to steady me. Right. And hold up my arms. You have, why don't you share that? I do, honestly. Okay, okay. Uh, you, Romisa, oh. honestly, I'm so serious. <laughs> you are probably one of the people who have steadied me and who have reminded me of my why in the moment that mm. I couldn't see it you were the one mm. that was like Amber no remember that regardless of what your circumstance says you are still yeah. called you Come are still on. anointed you are still a remnant of yeah. God Amen. and same with Danielle Hart honestly that okay. girl she yeah. she really she encouraged me to uh, when I was doubting my gift she encouraged me she, yeah. she reminded me that the Lord's not going to give me a gift that's going to harm me. He's going to give me something that's going to not only fit with me, but it's also going to, it's going to help others. That's good. Like it's not just for me. And that's so good. she, she reminded me that his gifts are good. He's mm. a good and he, he's a gentle and he's a loving father. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, I was thinking as you were saying that, and amen, <laughs> I wasn't thinking I was going to get a little plug, but. Hallelujah. But I think it's important, you know, the relationships that we have with people yeah. and the people we allow in our journey, yes. right? Because here's the thing. Not everybody's meant to come along. It's true. Right? It's not true. everybody's meant to be in the journey. But the ones that the Lord has remaining, like, they are really there to push you towards yeah. your destiny, Absolutely. not to pull you back. And so it's like you almost have to do, like, an inventory check of yes. the people in wow. your life. That's like, so are you somebody who's pushing me towards yeah. my destiny or pulling me away? Because if you're pulling me away, honey, it's time to cut the umbilical cord. Like, you got to go. But, you know, something you were talking about in the beginning, how you said, you know, can you feel this? Mm. And as you were talking, like, the wind was just blowing through your hair. I'm like, come on, you know. <laughs> it was pretty cool. But, you know, there's this wind of the Holy Spirit that's blowing in this season. Yeah. God is breathing a fresh Ruach breath yes. on his people. And he's stirring up prayer. Yeah. It's prayer. Like, it's something so significant about prayer. And what yeah. God has been showing me recently about prayer is like, it's like um, plowing the ground. Mm, that's good. Because in order to plant seeds, in order to see a harvest, right, a farmer has to plant the ground yeah, first. It's true. Right? And so that's what the prayers of the saints are. They're breaking up that mm. hard ground for what's about to be planted that'll you know, eventually grow. That's so good. I, I, I love everything about that. And as you were talking, like, I just it just reminded me you know something that the Lord's really shown me is is I hear it all the time and people are like oh well I don't know how to pray like I'm not a prayer warrior and I can't pray mm -hmm. and I just rebuke that devil right now Come in on. Jesus name I Amen. mean prayer because prayer is what plows the ground because prayer is the key to to this move of God that is so record breaking yeah. it's going to yeah. shatter the record yes. the record books it's going to shatter it of yes. course the enemy's going to attack your prayer life Come on 
So it's a lie from the pit of hell to sit there and think that you can't pray. Why in the world yeah. would God silence his children? Amen. He's never going to silence his kids. Yeah, yeah. You know what you said? That it's the key. It's the key, you know? It's like, um, it's significant because... God's been showing me about these keys, mm. right? And I was at this conference and, um, you know, God just handed me these keys. He's like, these keys are for you. And I'm like, amen. And there were all these keys on this ring. And I've just been meditating on it. Lord, mm. Lord what do these keys mean? But right. prayer, what you just said is so good because we don't realize the it, the significance of prayer right. with this move of God, this wind that we're feeling. It's It's prayer. Prayer is what's going to release it. That's the key that's so going to unlock yeah. this next move of God. Listen, we are standing on the shoulders of the prayer warriors yeah. that went before Come us, on. those yes, intercessors. We what we're seeing right now, you know, I mean, how God is just moving in the church, how, you know, you know, his message is being preached all over, you know, social media, all these different things, right? And... It's an incredible time to be alive as a believer. It's awesome. But that's because of the prayer. Somebody was praying for this open heaven. But for this heaven to be sustained, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we need to keep praying. Come on. That's we good. need to keep praying. We good. need to keep praying. I, I mean, I just, I just like when you talked about that key. I'm like, amen. Like I could see that yeah. key just turning. Yes. You know, and opening that. And I just, you know, for those that are maybe listening, that are like, man, like I really do need my prayer life. You know, I need a redo. Mm. Right. Right. <laughs> I need a rework. It's just talking to God. Yeah. It's just communicating. Like when your prayer moves from. Asking God for things to just worshiping Come him on. and thanking yes. him. Like that's the shift. Yes. Because I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. I used to just pray and be like, Lord Jesus, can you fix my toe? Right. Can you pay right. my bills? <laughs> can you fix my husband? Can right. you tell my kids to stop gimme, tripping? Gimme, gimme. You know? Yes. Yeah. And it's like the Lord was like, Can you rip off the list Come and just on. worship me and thank me because for the graces that I've Amen. already given you like, for the blessings that are already there. Amen. Amen. You know, what do you think is like what right now in your spirit is something that you're praying for and pressing in for? Like just what is that very thing? Cuz I know you're so passionate about your generation and I know you're very passionate about seeing his kingdom come. Yeah. So I'm just curious like what is it? You know, like if we were to sneak into your world, world <laughs> what, what it is like? it that you are pressing in for God right now for? You know, honestly, I think the biggest thing is seeing people released into their God design. Come on. I think that's something that completely changed my life was realizing that I was made for so much more than just a career here on earth. Mm. But I was actually made for a purpose. I was made to leave a legacy in Jesus name. I was made to change the world. I was made to be a leader in this world because of Jesus (laughs) inside of me. And so because that changed my life forever, that changed the trajectory of my destiny. That is something that I'm praying for. I'm praying for this generation, this upcoming generation who is closer to fulfilling the Great Commission than ever Mm. to be released, to be released into their destiny, to be released, to to be so captivated by the love of God that it alters, that Mm. it alters their future. Come on, that's so good. Because you know what? It's like there's so many things that are drawing us away from that right because it's something you just said I think is significant you said 
you know, God showed you it wasn't that you were created for a career here on earth. Mm -hmm. That this was more of a kingdom assignment. Right? And man, I just love that because I think we live for the job. We we live for clocking in, clocking out. And you know, God showed me, He's like, you know, your paycheck on your job? Mm. That's just your seed, baby. Come on. (laughs) That's not your inheritance. That's good. And you know, it it changed everything for me. I'm thankful for what the Lord has provided through the job, but He's showing me more and more like, I'm blessing you to be a blessing. Right? So So that you can now use that as a seed for that you know ministry or whatever the lord's put in your spirit or what he's designed you for and so it's more than that but i also think that god places us in those places for his purpose absolutely you know like training ground come on i believe it's training ground i mean i think about it all the time like where i work i mean i know it's not where i'm gonna stay but there's so many opportunities left and right to just to plant seeds yes you know what i'm saying to 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 really surrender my will and to remember that it's about the people. That it's not always about the job. It's it's yeah. usually never about the job, but it's about his people. Yeah. It's about his people. Amen. Amen. Like we, I feel like the enemy does a really good job of distracting us from the great commission that right. God has placed in us strategically. Right. Like he might have you as a nurse in a hospital, but right. he's not having you there just to, to just, be, just a be a nurse. Like he's like, no, I'm sending you to heal some people. Come Somebody on. needs to be raised from the dead. Right. <laughs> Somebody right. needs to get up off that wheelchair and walk you know I mean I'm in retail so you know he didn't just call me to sell a shirt he's like listen the person that's wearing the shirt needs to know that they're loved that they're beautiful that they're valued Um, he's strategically placing us there and I think we get so distracted and people sometimes go from job to job job career to career because they're searching for the money or they're searching for the title but once that's all erased and you're just like I'm just on assignment from the Lord it doesn't matter where you work yeah Nothing matters. Oh my gosh. It, it don't matter. Yes. I was thinking about Joseph, right? Yeah. Everywhere God placed Joseph, right? The Bible says, and God was with Joseph. Mm-hmm. And and every single place God placed him, God elevated him. Yeah, he did. Even in the pit, God yep. elevated him. Even in prison, God elevated. So we don't have to be focused on like, I need a promotion on my job, you know, all these things. Because God will elevate you. Yes, he will. He will do it. I love what you said about that. I was watching something the other day and it it hit me and I just, it was like I knew it, but it was such a good reminder. But it, it concerns me to think, have we lost the belief that God elevates man. Man does not elevate man. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so here we are so focused on, well, man needs to elevate me. Well, yeah, if you let man elevate you, you will be ripped apart when they pull you down. Come on. Yeah. Because they will. Yeah. Yeah. So if you put all of your trust, all of your faith in how man elevates you and how man sees you, I mean, you're going to be ripped apart when they rebuke you. I mean, they rebuked Jesus. How much more are they going to rebuke us? Come on. You know, I was thinking when you said that, when Satan tempted Jesus, he told him, he said, you see all this? I can give you this kingdom. Mm. I can give you all this. Right. And so we don't realize that sometimes that elevation that we're trying to get to is a temptation from the enemy to be distracted from the assignment. But Jesus said, it is risen. Come <laughs> on. You know, it is written. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and I think we just need to return back to that. Yeah. Reminding ourselves that God is the one who's going to elevate yes, me. And he when is. he does it, it's not for my glory. It's Come for on. his glory. Because there's somebody in a boardroom. There's somebody in a, yep. uh, a 
executive office. There's somebody that needs to hear. Like, this is my thing. It's like, God, you're going to put me in rooms that I'm not qualified Come to be on. in, That's but you're just going to put me in the room. Yeah, he will. You're just going to put me in a room. You, He's like, pull up a seat. Yep. Right? And people are going to be like, how does she get in the room? Mm. But God has me in the room yeah. because there's something that he wants somebody in that room to know. To know. And so it's your character that's oh, going to yeah. keep you in the room. Oh, yeah. Right? Because sometimes we can think about like, okay, God's elevated me and I'm here. Look at me. I got this title. And it's like, wait a minute. No, your character is what's going to keep you in that room. Right. So God can use you. You know, I just, I just feel the Holy Spirit. I do too. Just this fresh wind. Yeah. And one thing you had talked about was, you know, you could feel this coming up. Yes. Like, like a, like a, you explain that. Explain that. Like, what do you, what do you mean when you say, I feel oh, something coming up? I, I feel this I it's it's almost like a pressure and I just I mm. I just feel this pressure and it's rising and it's like little by little like there's mm. just a little bit more weight being put on and it's this pressure and it's almost like um have you ever seen those like those videos where it's like they put something in between two like steel plates and then they press down yes. and it's this pressure and it just like explodes yes. like I Come feel on. like that's what that is like it's just a little bit of pressure mm. it's just it's, it's, it's a little pressure all the time yeah. but it's just it's rising and the pressure is building the fire Come is catching Come it's on. beginning to rise and the Lord yeah. just I just I just kept seeing like a rising. I've seen a rising for like a while and I'm Lord, what is this rising? What yeah. is it? What yeah. is it? What is yeah. it? But the other day I was sitting in in worship and, and I just saw this 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 moving and it was this rising of water and I, I at first I thought it was refreshing, but then that Amen. was when he told me that it was the golden bulls. He said, Amber, Ooh. there's a rising of praise, there's a rising of a routing, there's a rising of faith, honestly, Come is what on. it is. There's a rising of faith within the body of Christ that no one has ever seen before. Yes. So if radical faith unlocks radical blessing, what's about to happen Ooh, I felt that what's about to happen no <laughs> eye on. has seen no ear has Ooh. heard so if we're dreaming God dreams and he can do immeasurably more than we could ever yes. ask think or imagine yes are you kidding me come on come on then Jesus. what's coming is so indescribable wow, wow. Yeah, we, wow. we, we won't, we won't, wow. we won't wow. know what to do with it yeah it's like as you're talking I'm just like I want to be in that move of God like come I want to be there I need to be you a know, part of it's it it's like we got to catch that wind you know, we got to catch that yeah. wind. Like yesterday, the Lord really just put that in my spirit. Like Ooh. I'm sending a wind of change Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. and I'm sending this wind. And he reminded me of when he parted the Red Sea, mm. the Bible clearly said he sent a strong east wind all night. And I remember the first time I read that because, you know, when we see the Red Sea, you know, I watched the Ten Commandments as a kid. Right, right. You know, you just see the, the seas parting. Oh, wow. It just happened in an instant. But God is like, this is not something that happens in an instant. Mm. This is overtime plowing the ground, yes. the yes. overtime pressure. And yes. he's sending that strong east wind. And it's just blowing all night. Yes. It's just blowing all night. And And when we, it's like. That next moment, that mm. next morning, joy is going to come in the morning yes. because God's like, I now I'm going to allow you to walk on that dry ground so into your purpose, in, into the promise. Yeah. Into the true. promise. That's so good. That's you know, so when you good. said that wind, I just saw this, this field and I just saw this almost like a smoldering fire and this wind was blowing this fire across this field mm. and it's beginning to catch. The come fire's on. beginning to Ooh. catch because of the wind. Come on. That's so good. Well, that's why you a fire starter, honey. Come on. <laughs> Listen, I would love for you to just, you know, what what would you say to the people listening um, right now? Um, 
just a word, just a, you know, because this is word of life, you know, yeah. and it, this is something that this, what, what mm. the Lord wants to speak right now, I feel like he wants to uh, send this wind of change. Yeah. He wants to send it because there's a shift. Like he doesn't want you to stay where yes, you are. That's and that's the significance of wind. Wind actually is meant to blow some things, blow some things to either move it or shift it or also to like blow stuff off of it yes. right and Come and on. and maybe like you're listening and you're like man i got some stuff on me i need mm-hmm. that wind yeah i need that fresh wind and, and or maybe you're feeling stuck you're feeling stuck and you're like i need yeah i need a wind to shift me yeah. from here to there mm-hmm. like somebody needs to go from here to there. to there yeah they do amen like from here to yeah. there amen so what what do you want to you know when you when you were speaking i just i was reminded of the question the lord asked me one day and he he asked me he said amber how much of me do you want mm. and i was so caught off guard. i was like what like i tell you all the time like i want all of you and he was like then show me you want all of me. Mm. The more I surrendered my will was the more his began to take over. The more Come I on. surrendered how I was feeling was when he began to fill me. Yeah. The more I let go of who I was was when who God created me to be began to yeah. arise. Come on. And so I just, I would ask them the same question. How much do you want? How much of God do you want? Because see, he's a gentleman and he's never going to force it yeah. on you. He's never going to force it on you. And he's yeah. never going to shove it down your but how much are you willing to open up your life? How much are you willing to unfold? How much are you? It was almost like I was standing in my room one day and I and I was praying and I said, God, overwhelm me. Fill me so much that nothing else can stand. Amen. God, I want to be so overwhelmed Amen. and filled with you that that bitterness can't stand, that unforgiveness can't stand. I want to be yeah. so filled with you that nothing else can stand. Come on. So how much? How much? Of God do you want? Whew, how much how are much? you willing to release and surrender to him Mm, wow how much i think that's so good how much how much who so father i just pray for every person listening right now i pray god that that is the question how much how much and god i thank you lord that when we say how much god you are just willing and able to pour it out god you'll give us more than enough you'll give us an exceedingly and abundantly so god i thank Thank you that you're just releasing the cries of the saints those that are that are listening to this right now saying god i want more god you're releasing the more And even for those that are just in a place where like, I don't know what I want. God, I thank you for fresh revelation. I thank you for clarity in Jesus name. I thank you, Lord, that their prayers are being filled in that bowl, God, and they will begin to feel the sloshing and they'll begin to to, to sense that wind of the The Lord. Yes. And and just Jesus, I thank you, God. And Father, thank you. We're going to catch that wind. Yes. We're going to catch the wind of what you're doing, God. If you move left, God, we're going to move left. If you move right, we're going to move right, God. Wherever you want to shift us or shake us or blow us to, God, we're going to be obedient, God. God. We're just going to catch that wind. We're going to catch the wind. And we're going to allow the wind of the Holy Spirit to just carry us, Mm. carry us through. And, God, I pray for those maybe who are listening that are stuck. Yes, Lord. That are feeling like stagnant that need a fresh breath of the Holy Spirit. God, release a fresh Fresh wind wind. in them, God, a fresh wind, a fresh wind. 
wind. I decree and declare a fresh wind. Just come even where you are right now, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you could be in your car, you could be in your house, wherever you are. I just decree and declare a fresh wind. Just blow your way right now in Jesus name, in Jesus name. And, and God, I thank you. Even I want to pray for those who don't know you and they're listening to this podcast and they're just like wow like I hear everything Mm -hmm. I hear about the wind Mm -hmm. I hear about the shifting but you know what I just don't know I but I want to know yeah I want to know I want when when Amber was talking I want that fire I've been saying God how much how much Lord I want to give you my life. I want to give you my heart. So I want to give you an opportunity just to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. And it's just a simple prayer that you can pray. I'm going to pray it. You can repeat it. And just what you're doing is you're making a commitment with God, a vow with him. And you're saying, God, I catch that wind. And I'm going to allow you to carry me into this journey called life with you. And so it's just a simple prayer that says, you know, Lord Jesus, I accept you as my Savior. I believe that you died on the cross for me. I confess my sins. Lord, wash me clean. Lord, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Take everything that has to do with me and just use it for your glory, for your purpose. And God, I now am no longer a sinner. And you are my Savior. I belong to you. God, I'm going to catch that wind. Carry me, God. Yes. Lord, carry me. Lift me. I, I see the Lord lifting some people up off the ground. Lifting you up into a new direction, a yeah. new se- season, yes. a new purpose. A new it's beginning. new. Come on. This is a new beginning. Yes. So I thank you in Jesus' name. And you know, the Bible says that all heaven throws a party when one <laughs> sinner comes sure. to the Lord. And so I see thank the Lord. Jesus. It's like it's a new beginning. Yes. This wind that's been sent, it's oh. a new beginning. So good. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Amber, for dropping some fire on us. We thank you for that. Amen. So this is Word of Life Podcast, where the word is life and it's giving you life. God bless you. Welcome to Word of Life Podcast, where the word is life and it's giving you life. I want to just jump on here on this Good Friday and just share a word um, that the Lord has placed in my spirit. And uh, I pray it encourages you because, you know, Good Friday is definitely a day where we remember and take time to reflect on all that Jesus suffered on the cross. This is the day that uh, the Bible talks about the fact that he was beaten and he was bruised and he was mocked and and he was rejected and he became sin for us and and he didn't have to do it but he did it anyway he had us in mind and he was placed on that cross and he he died um for you and for me and his last breath he said it is finished and i i you know I I just reflect on that and I think about the power of just those words. It is finished. But as I was just meditating on this day on Good Friday, I, I, I kept thinking about the tomb. The Bible talks about that after Jesus died, there was a man um, named Joseph. Uh, he was a rich man and he had a tomb. Some versions in Mark and Luke, I believe it talks about the fact that he was 
uh, 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 someone that uh, lived in an area that believed that the kingdom of God was at hand. And another version, it talks about the fact that he had actually become a disciple. So when he went um, to get Jesus, he went with a heart of, you know what, that that's my master, that's my teacher, and I want to take him down. So he knew the promise that Jesus gave them. He told them that in three days, I'm going to rise again. So he knew the promise. So he knew that that temple was just a temp that that tomb was just a temporary place for Jesus. And what I kept getting in my spirit was that that tomb was just a womb. That tomb was just a womb. You see, in a womb, things grow. Things are happening in the womb. We may not see it on the outside, but something is happening. Something is stirring. Something is moving. And what God was showing me is that's exactly what was happening. You see, in the tomb after Good Friday, we don't hear much. We don't know what is happening. We only know that on Sunday he's risen. But what's interesting is that he actually was doing something in that tomb. Now, some people have said he, you know, went down to to hell and took the keys back from the enemy. He took them back. But in Revelation 118, it says that he did get the keys but it says that he already had the keys of death and hell. Mm. Wow. That kind of shook me up a little bit because I always had that thought of, you know, this scene of, you know, Jesus is laid in the tomb. And then the next scene is he's going toe to toe. He's going to war with the enemy. And he's like, give me those keys back. And the devil's like, no, these are my keys. And Jesus is like, no, I done told you these are my keys. And he's like, no. And there's, there's this tug of war. And then Jesus says, boom, I got these keys. And he has these keys. But Revelation clearly says he already had it. So what was Jesus doing in that tomb? If he wasn't fighting for the keys and he already had them, what was he doing? Well, he was resting. He was resting. Why? Because he knew that it was finished. He was resting because he knew that he already had those keys. What does that mean for us? It simply means that we can rest. I was thinking about there was another time that Jesus rested when there was just all chaos happening. And that was when the disciples were in the boat. The wind and the waves were crashing against that boat. And there was Jesus sleeping. In the midst of a storm that was about to overtake them, he was sleeping. Just like that tomb, the boat was a resting place. Just like that tomb, the boat was a place to say, 
I'm going to rest because I already have the keys. It's finished. You see all this that's happening to you right now? Be still and know that I'm God. Rest. Jesus said, peace I give you. He gave us peace so we can rest. So that tomb was just a womb. It was a womb where what was growing in there was the manifestation of his power and the authority. He already had it, but it was about to be put on display for real, for real. <laughs> because when he came back to the scene, he came with so much power and he even sent a helper. I want to encourage you on this Good Friday, what do you need to rest in? What do you need to rest in? And also, what is it that God is preparing? You know, the Bible says that it was a day of preparation. There was a preparation happening. There was something that was about to happen. Something was about to be revealed. Power and authority. The kingdom was at hand. He was coming back full force. He was going to rise as he said he was going to rise. That tomb wasn't housing a dead body. It was just a womb. It was just a resting place. When Joseph took that body, off of the cross, the Bible says that he took the body. He said he took it and wrapped it. He never said he took Jesus down from the cross. He never said he took Jesus and wrapped him in the linen cloth. They said they took it because that's all it was. It was just a body because he understood. He understood what was going to happen. On the third day. You see his body. Was broken. His blood was shed. It was finished. So there was nothing to look for. Isn't that what he told. The woman. Who came to the tomb. The angel. Isn't that what he said. What? Do you, why are you looking. He's not here. He's risen like he said he was. So remember that rest, rest in knowing it's been finished, rest in knowing he already has the keys. He didn't have to take it from the enemy because the devil never had it. God has all power and all authority. The devil has nothing. So if he's trying to wreak havoc in your life, you need to remember he does not have the power. The Bible says he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for who he can devour. He is like a lion, but he's not. So he can't devour you. He's done a really good job of deceiving us that he actually had those keys originally, but he never even had it. Those keys were firmly gripped in the master's hand and he never let go. But you know what happened to those keys? 
He infused those keys with power and authority. Every key unlocks the power. It unlocks the kingdom. It unlocks doors. I was at a conference and I had this vision. It was an open vision. And I saw Jesus take me by the hand. And he took me down to this dark place. And I could see that it was, it was, it was dark. It was hell. And I thought, is he taking me down to hell to show me what the enemy is doing? But no, he looked at me and he said, here, I'm giving you these keys. He had it in his hands the whole time. He never took it from the enemy. Perhaps while Jesus was in that tomb, that womb, that incubation place, that that place of preparation, that, that place of growth, maybe, just maybe, he was getting ready. To hand it over to you. So I want to encourage you. With that word. I want to encourage you. That on this good Friday. It's a good day. And tomorrow. When it's silent. Know. That Jesus was. Preparing. Something for you. In that tomb. Amen. So I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for those who are listening today. I thank you, God, for the reminder of this Good Friday that we can we can rejoice, oh God, because of what you did, because you already had those keys of death and hell and you're handing them to us. You're giving us that power and you're giving us that authority. And God, I just thank you. I thank you for what's about to be revealed, not just to us, but to the world and reminding the world why you came. God, we cannot wait for Sunday morning. I pray for those also that are listening right now who don't have a relationship with you. They, they've never said yes to you, but they want the keys. They, they want to be part of the kingdom. God, I pray right now that you said in your word that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, we'll be saved. We can have those keys. That everything you did on that Good Friday, you did it so that they could come into relationship with you. So it's a simple prayer. It's like a vow that you can repeat. And it's just as simple as Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept that you are my savior and that you died for me. I believe that you rose again in all of your glory. And I confess my sins to you. Take my life. I surrender it all to you. It belongs to you. Use me for your glory. I am no longer a sinner. You are now my savior. In Jesus name. If you prayed that prayer, (laughs) Welcome to the family of God. You're about to get some keys handed to you. 
I pray that this word encourages you and blesses you and stirs you like it did for me. When I began to realize that that tomb was just a womb, that he was preparing something for me, those keys. He was preparing those keys. God bless you. And I look forward to talking to you guys again. This is Word of Life Podcast, where the word is life and it's giving you life. God bless.